you would speak for just a few seconds. Yeah, sure. I'll just speak about anything and just say that I'm so thankful that you've done this with me. I can't thank you enough. Okay, great. Seriously, it's the, just been amazing. The, the levels are fine. So we can actually great. just... You sound clear as a bell. Good, good. Well, you know, I'm running through a, a professional studio mic and I've got it, you know, it's 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 a little complicated cool. of a setup, but I, I decided at some point that I wanted to do it right. So Brilliant. I'm capturing it as good as possible here. And I'll tell you, this uh, connection with Messenger sounds pretty good too. I mean, it's so clear. I can't believe how clear it is. You're coming across great. Well, you know, that's that's actually the benefit of being voice over internet protocol. Um, you're going through, yeah. you know, cell towers and, and you're hopefully your your home's uh, Wi-Fi and so am I. So it's like it should it should be good. The only thing I can tell you it is okay. I can hear the slight delay. I can I can tell from the point that I say something. Oh, and, really? Yeah, I can. I can. I, I can. can't hear any delay with you at all. It's just like a normal phone call. Well, you know, I think the the tricky part of that would be is if we were trying to do something synchronized. Because I mean, you're hearing me, but you mm. you don't know when I said it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like right there, when I stopped, there was there was enough of a gap that I think in natural conversation you probably would have been a little bit a little bit more mm-hmm. on top of it there. So uh, I think that's just one thing that we'll be uh, aware of that um, in order not to step on each other. Um, you know, Try that, and there's, pause. that there's going to be that little bit of a gap. Yeah, it's almost like in the old days of well, even current current days of radio, where they would say over. You know, like they you speak and yeah, then you yeah. say <laughs> over, so the next person. In fact, I think that was revived recently with Zoom um, because they people, oh, really? <laughs> people using Zoom through the pandemic were stepping on each other, yeah. and they they actually said, well, you know what we have to do? We have to like announce when we're done talking, so that the next person can yeah. you know, <laughs> carry on and everything else. All right, so everything okay. sounds good. And let me just adjust my mic because it droops because it's heavy. You can, I've you're never, up so early. I can't believe how early you're up. Uh, you know, that that whole process started for me about eight or nine months ago. Um, really? Well, you know, yeah, because the nice thing is ever since the pandemic and I've been working from, from home or, you know, my studio exclusively, I'm on my own schedule. So I can decide when I get up. And what happens is I stopped thinking in terms of a schedule and I thought, well, I will work and I'll do things until I'm tired. And if I'm tired, I will sleep. And when I'm done sleeping, I will get up. And one of the things that happened too was, um, I kind of, I painted my bedroom and I, I changed (laughs) my, I changed my curtains and I went with like very light colored curtains. They're white. And they don't yeah. block. They don't block out light. So what started to happen mm-hmm. was through the uh, the summer months because we're stupid over here with our time nonsense. Um, through the summer months, when you're when you're um, you know time is normal, uh, the, the sunlight would come through and hit hit the room and hit my eyes. And in nature, right. that's how it works. You know, when your eyes start yeah, to see yeah. the light through the through the skin of your eyelids. Um, it starts the brain to say, hey, it's time to get up and uh, either gather food or not become someone else's food. Not be eaten, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, and that's, and, and I kind of like it though, because what I find is if I get up around three or 4 a.m. here, um, there aren't distractions. There are not uh, the emails and the messages and the texts and yeah. all the things that. Yeah, that um, that's a good point, actually. When you said that to me yesterday, I thought, wow, you know, that that's really good thinking. Well, now, like on your side, so when you get messages and texts and this and that, do you like wait and say, okay, in an hour, I'm going to reply to everybody? Or are you compelled to reply to them immediately? How do you? I'm one of those people who's compelled to reply as soon as possible. Not right. just because I'm, I'm like that, I'm quite a social person, but especially because I'm only using Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if I answer a lot of messages all at once, I get tagged as a bot. 
Ah. You know, if I, I try and answer comments too quickly or too many in a short space of time, they tag me as a bot. So I have to be really careful with that sort of thing. <sighs> so I find that if I keep on top of it and just answer, even if it's just like, thank you, thank you for your support, you know, something kind of really standard, yes. at least it's an answer. You know, that, you know, and I definitely don't read them until I can answer. I definitely don't leave anybody on read because firstly, I might just forget to get back in touch with them. And secondly, I just think sometimes it just looks a little bit rude because they mm -hmm. have no idea mm -hmm. how many messages and comments I get. You know, they have right. no idea how tough right. it is to kind of keep on top of it. So I, I am kind of compelled to do it as and when I can. Yeah. Now, you see, from <laughs> from that perspective, I totally get it. And it's I think it's interesting. Right. Right there. Mm. Like what you just said. Right. How. A social media giant, much like Pavlov's dog, is training us to react a certain way because they punish us yeah. in another way. It's terrible. It's so difficult to kind of, you know, kind of work amidst the lines. You know, the, the rules, it's getting harder and harder. It's almost like, you know, Instagram was supposed to be fun and they've taken that element out completely because you just terrified that you're gonna get you know penalized i was asked to send a video selfie the other week mm -hmm. because they thought that i was a boss and it was literally because i'm I very had active that too. yeah yeah did you yeah yes. yeah and, and it terrified me i came <laughs> off my account I did, I did virtually nothing except post for like two weeks mm -hmm. you know yeah it, well it, it's terrible it is. It's, it's it's a really double-edged sword because you know they've built the the vehicle and the resource that you know finally they're at the point where like yes it's hit critical mass and it's such a powerful thing but on the flip side they have to pay for it somehow and yeah. you know there's there's expense and there's cost and they've got to like uh ramp up with the advertising of the games or whatever like i've seen some things recently where like they actually sent me a, a survey a couple of weeks ago and I was excited because I thought, good, I can I can bitch at them about things, right? <laughs> and but it wasn't it wasn't that sort of survey. It was a sort of survey where they they take you down a path. You know, it's like a very mm -hmm. structured sort of thing where like after like two questions, I knew immediately what they were getting at. And it was Yeah, yeah. It was and it was interesting too because at the at the same moment, like that morning I had seen a uh, a news report about how uh, PayPal is trying to buy Pinterest, like for billions oh, right. billions of dollars. And mm -hmm. as I read the article, the, what they were talking about was they uh, they were saying how there is this shift now with, with commerce, with e-commerce, where mm -hmm. instead of like you or I going to eBay or Amazon or whatever website to purchase things, um, people are so engaged with social media that yeah. somewhere along the line they have found that, you know what, we're going to actually allow them to make purchases right then and there. And mm -hmm. they don't want them to leave social media. So, so Instagram, if you're on Instagram and you see somebody's talking about, especially like these influencers, they're talking about like a new, you know, face cream or, you know, mascara yeah. and you're all excited about it. Instagram, Facebook desperately doesn't want you to stop using Instagram to go to Amazon and go and buy it or go to Mac exactly. Cosmetics and go buy it. They want to make it so that you can buy it right then and there and stay in their precious little mm -hmm. bubble. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it's all about. It's all about keeping the eyes yeah. on the on the thing. And I actually have talked to a few people a couple times. Like I know years ago when, uh, and I mean they're doing it again. Okay, so some of the new things that you see on Instagram, to me, I I look at it instantly and go, oh yeah. So this is this is the please don't become addicted to TikTok stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because you're seeing it with completely different eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like they want you addicted to their platform so they can sell you ads or have those numbers so that they can say to advertisers, this is why it's worthwhile. And yeah. The thing is, though, as well, I mean, kind of relates to that. They need to stop being so 
ridiculous about their rules and about you know the number of times that you can actually interact with people Mm -hmm. you know i mean it's supposed to be social media for god's sake you know i mean i wouldn't mind if they want to make money i would not mind having to pay say like an annual fee just for them to leave me alone you know know what i mean and just be like listen i'm not a bot i'm just you know i'm genuine person i'm using my accounts i'm not hassling anyone and I so actually, here's your money and leave me alone. <laughs> I have I have said countless times that uh, Zuckerberg can make a ton of money if they offered a subscription service where you knew for your money that, like you just said, they left you alone. And yeah. in those instances when like somebody reports your account for something totally stupid, that you can yeah. actually contact somebody and get resolution and, and speak to a human being. Oh, uh, seriously, yeah. Because this is the thing I had. I, I had the comments. Yeah, it, I would as well, just for, yeah. you know, the no stress, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, you know that I kind of support a lot of other models and they support me and we always comment on each other's things, you know? And I commented on someone's post and I had it like literally reported for some reason or it was tagged or I don't know. And there was nothing wrong with it. It was a compliment. There was absolutely nothing wrong with it. This is in July. I'm still waiting for them to review it. And oh it's gosh. something ridiculous, but that's on my record now, you know, as yeah. if I've been hassling someone and it's not that at all. It was just something, I don't know, maybe maybe Instagram just picked up on it, you know, one of these robots that they've got checking things oh, absolutely. out. absolutely, yeah. Well, something you know, really stupid. Some, sometimes if I look at Instagram on a webpage, um, the, the way they actually populate the page. So if you're on your computer or a laptop and you're looking at their page, um, all, all the content that you see on there is really just in a database someplace. And mm-hmm. there are uh, style sheets and um, scripts that basically say, okay, this is how to assemble all of this and display it. And there's been a few times where it's almost like looking into the matrix where the page doesn't load properly. And mm-hmm. I, get, I get to see the code. And what's interesting right. is, you know, I've done some programming in the past and I've done some support for some tech companies and I'm mm-hmm. looking at the code and I'm just, you know, curious and I'm looking how they, you know, structured everything and like what fonts they use and et cetera. But then yeah. I, I got to an area where I was like, oh, that's where the photo is, but you couldn't see it because it didn't load. But there was a description about the photo that wasn't what the person or the page posted okay so you post a photo so tagged to something else it was, but, but what it was it was all descriptors and it it was mm. basically could be beach scene could be woman could be this could be that could be the oh other my thing god. and i and in an incident i said to myself oh my god so this is proof that they've got ai artificial intelligence scanning images mm-hmm. trying to make sense of them so that they can apply apply tags and then those tags are checked against the list of offensive things like if for instance it was like a swastika if it you know the, the program can identify visually a swastika give it the name mm-hmm. and the name's on the watch list or if it's a bare breast yeah. or if it's this or that or if it's somebody on fire that could be a you know self-immolation yeah, being yeah. offensive so I, I i see that stuff and what i think is probably 60 70 percent of it is just their system trying to do the yes, job then. and getting it wrong and yeah and that's and this is why people leave though because they leave that you know they leave and they're getting fed up oh yeah and they're going on to twitter where obviously you know you're allowed to do a lot more on there for now yeah. um it's ridiculous yeah for now <laughs> it is ridiculous it, it's just so stressful and it shouldn't be like that so i don't know but um i've made my account private i made it 
private at the beginning of September because I thought, you know what, you don't get the same reach. But if it means that I'm not going to have people kind of being offended by my posts or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, my stuff is not bad anyway. But, you know, you get some people who are extra sensitive. Well, and sure. I thought, well, if I have some kind of control over the people that are looking at my things, I mean, the majority of the people following me, it's because they, they like what exactly. I put on there, exactly. you know. So, well, you know, there's less chance really of being reported. I've seen you've done, you have like a backup account now too, which is a smart thing. Yeah. And I, I often think yeah. in terms of like having like a primary account that's you know vanilla and having the other one where you get a bit more riskier but it's like i've yeah. i've really toned it down because like you just i just can't you i've can't, seen you can't yeah. you can't risk it you just can't risk it no no not at all i mean my backup account is just literally the same stuff mm-hmm. i started it um two months after my main account so i had like I was, i'm kind of two months behind on the backup but not everybody looks right back mm-hmm. so a lot of the people on there you know they, yeah. they think it's brand new stuff and it isn't it's it's just me because basically I started the whole thing just as a place for me to put my modeling stuff and it was never about getting followers and it's just grown and grown which is great it's a huge bonus but it was never you know the amount of followers I had it, it was never like the, the aim right. you know it's just I wanted somewhere which to is, put all my modeling stuff and if cool. people like it that's great it's organic you know? yeah you yeah, know what? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think right now because we, we we've already been chatting for twelve minutes. Okay? Yeah. Oh, and here's the thing: I think I'm going to do. I think this will be hysterical. I'm actually going to start the podcast with us just running, hit the ground running. But okay. let's let's actually stop right now and have an introduction. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. So if you've known you for years already, <laughs> if, if if you're a listener and you've been listening to this nonsense for thirteen minutes without understanding any setup, um, <laughs> this is Michael, the publisher of uh, Retro Lovely Mag magazine among some other titles and today i'm speaking with and, and help me with the pronunciation like i see your name and i say miss aurora kaylin how would you how do you actually pronounce that's it, it. Oh. is it okay. <laughs> well no it isn't it isn't actually that's how people do pronounce it okay. it's actually an irish um kind of surname so it's colleen oh really it, it means it means pretty girl yeah it's a it's kind of a nod to my irish roots half my family are irish so, so um, i wanted something a little bit different so, so if it's I say, aurora colleen okay so colleen i just say colleen Colleen, yeah, just like oh. Colleen, like you would say, you know, Colleen, like the name Colleen, but that is how it's written in Irish. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. before we get sidetracked again, um, I'm speaking with Miss Aurora Colleen today, and That's it. she is the most recent, like as of yesterday. Well, you, you promoted this a couple of days ago, but we officially uh, announced yesterday um, our most recent model special edition. And you are the star of that, yeah. and it's the biggest one to date. It's a, it's a hefty baby boy at 114 pages. I, I'm curious how it how much sure that is. weighs, how many kilograms. That I know, is. me too. You could kill someone with it, probably. It's a, it's a weapon. Yeah, yeah. You keep that in yeah. your bedstand and ward off a stalker at night. Um, yeah, that's but, another reason to buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like a phone book. Um, so, <laughs> with with these special editions, one of the things that I like to do is um, take some time out to actually uh, uh, chat with the models and you know delve a little bit into your story, what your you know what your background is, where you're coming from, and I like to use these as a um, as a way for people to get to know you, but also to get to know the process and get to know how we do these things and why we do these things. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I want to stress right now, we'll talk about this a bit later when we close up, you know, wrap up on how people can, you know, get themselves a copy of this. What's really critical to to stress here is that this special edition is not available from Retro Lovely. Okay, you cannot purchase this from us directly. And there's a very good reason for this. The special editions that we do, um, I mean, over time, we've done a number of different things where we try and um, afford people the opportunity to have some resources that they can benefit from. Now, 
you know, being published itself is good and having your work seen by a wide audience that we can show it to is a great thing. But, you know, I'm, I'm getting older. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 57 this year. I remember a time wow. when I was a kid <laughs> where, you know, if you had something published in the magazine, they, they paid you. Okay. Like, yeah, we, we have a magazine. We would like to use your work. We're going to pay you. And as time progressed and, you know, you get into the late 1990s, 2000s, um, things started to change. Um, you had a couple different things happen in the world that shift began to shift this paradigm shift dramatically of, of how people consume media. And the Internet, which was, you know, going for a few years, was finally getting its act together and people started to use it in place of the radio, in place of television, in place of magazines. And then you also had uh, technology change things that uh, photography, you know, quality photography became more accessible for more people. And we had a a giant shift where um, there was more content than ever before to consume and fewer places to uh, make it available in a profitable way for, for most people. So we went from, you know, a magazine contacting somebody and saying, hey, I'd like to use your image and this is what we'll pay you and great to so much work that there's a there's a glut basically and you know in the early days of retro lovely one of the things that we did for the first like three years i mean the the product was different it was a higher higher spec quality we printed thousands of them and back then if you were in an issue i wasn't able to pay people but everybody that was in that issue got at least a free copy so the model the photographer yeah um, the cover the cover artist typically got a case of them you know, I would typically send 50, 60 copies yeah, to whoever yeah. on the cover. And the idea was that they could sell them. And all along, that was sort of, you know, one of the, the things that we tried to do so that people could have access to something g- good quality at a very affordable wholesale that they could leverage. And that got Yeah, it's eroded. a great incentive as well. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing of it is, it's like, it, it really kind of pains me because we're like on a really good roll. But then the internet and social media really changed things even further. You got social media and capable smartphones that basically made everybody in the world carry around with them these brilliant media players. I mean, excellent resolution. Mm-hmm. Like you could see images like you never could before. I mean, can you imagine 10 years ago looking at a YouTube video on your, your cell phone that you had at the time? I mean, it would be pretty like... Oh, it, it would have just seemed like the most far out thing. It would be the painful. way technology has advanced so right. fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what happens is, you know, we actually stopped publishing because I could no longer do it and, and provide free copies. It just there wasn't enough sales. And after mm-hmm. a few years of hiatus... And some conversations with some of the people, I was dragged. I was dragged back into it and tried to adapt as best possible in this new landscape. And using mm-hmm. the tools that were available, that are quite frankly available to everybody, trying to do things, you know, as as good as possible and as best as we can. So while we're no longer able to provide, you know, those free promotional copies to people, um, one of the things that we've been trying to do is still somewhere in there eke out opportunities and do things with people that can benefit them as well and especially the models because you know i say this fairly repeatedly but you know you you the models are the most responsible for the work that so many people enjoy you know you guys this is true with your wardrobe with your hair makeup with the photo shoots you guys foot the bill and you the you're the last ones to ever see any kind of benefit from it you know, it's like, yeah. And I just think, wow, can we can we do better, perhaps? And these model editions are at least something that, um, as a publication, we are trying to do. And 
it can't occur for it's a fantastic idea well you know the thing of it is it's like and i don't know if you've had the conversations yet uh from other models who who may have asked well how did you get this because everybody wants to do it too and the bottom line is yeah one or two have been in touch yeah yeah and you're, you're gonna have more of them i mean the bottom line is some will come at you and congr- yeah. <laughs> they'll congratulate you and then a week later they'll ask you well how did you how did you do that and some will just contact you for yeah. the first time and say i want to do that too right and mm-hmm. the bottom line is um you know so far every one of the model editions that we've done have very simply been situations where i see somebody that's doing work and and doing those right things that i say to myself okay They've been there, they've supported us, and they're doing the right things where I finally say, I think if we if we teamed, okay, that they will mm-hmm. they will be able to knock it out of the ballpark and have a success with this. And uh, be- because, you know, like in, like in your situation, you've been in plenty of issues so far. We've had you on a few covers. Um, yeah. A, a lot of the outward things that I see, your positivity, you know, uh, it just, everything came Thank together you. just so that I said, yeah, she's a good candidate for this because I think you'll, you'll be another success story for us. And Oh, thank you so much. I'll, I was so honored when you approached me. And you know, that's, that's the other thing. I think people really have to realize when they see these things and they think about like, well, how can I do that? There's no formal flight path. There's nothing online no. that says this is what you have to do to be considered for these things. Okay. And no. it's, I think that makes it really extra special because. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. I'm I, totally I ask, overwhelmed. I ask models, can we do this? And then it's up to them if it's, if it's something that they can, you know, use. And, you know, of course, mm-hmm. most, most can. So here we are. And again, yeah. for those people listening, please. Uh, when we're done, there'll be some information. I'll have some tags in the podcast. Please go and buy a copy from Aurora Colleen and and help support her because she's she spent a ton of money helping create these images that that so many people enjoy. And this is a way Thank for her so to much. get some of that back. <laughs> and I mean, like we even talked uh, in an email the other day. Um, it's not it's not going to change her life. She's not going to be able to buy a car with this. I mean, we're realistic no, about no. the potentials, but it's better than nothing. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. So. Plus, it's a great way of showing support as well. You know, um, that I've had a lot of fans and followers who've kind of been in touch with me over the months and they've been saying, oh, you know, are you going to do something special? Are you going to do a calendar? Exactly. You know, asking exactly. about different things. And I was always kind of a little bit bothered, you know, about the kind of the risk that would be taken, what it would mean for me to do that. Because mm-hmm. it is quite an investment again. As you say, um, you know, when you're, you're doing modeling shoots and it's the time, it's the money, it's everything else that goes into it. You know, it's not a cheap thing. Absolutely. And um, then when you came along with this opportunity, I I thought this is just brilliant. This is exactly the kind of thing that I'm looking for. And I think it's something that the fans are going to love because I've had followers say to me, if I've been on covers before and I've promoted, mm-hmm. you know, the magazine and they've said to me, but I just want something that's got all your right, stuff in, right. you know, I'm not bothered about, not right. that they're not interested in other models. Obviously there's room for everyone, but specifically, you know, they wanted something that was just my work. And so I was thinking, how can I do exactly. this? Right. So you came along at the right time. Absolutely. And, you know, and I think- um, people are loving it. I think what's interesting right there too is like what you said about you had the you had the idea and you thought it would be yeah. something that's that's kind of good and then magically appears you know this opportunity with uh, you know an entity that's done it before an entity that's yeah. done it with other that's models well known before. as well and I think the thing um, actually I'll just interject here right now it was very recently that we actually began um, what I call the the marketing group and. 
some of the prior uh, cover model or the, the special edition models that were really doing great work. Um, you know, I'd talk to them and I'd see them doing all the right things. And I finally said, you know, can, 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 can you guys, would you consider becoming like spokesmodels? What I want to do is mm-hmm. I want to basically create a group that uh, if there's people that are doing the calendars with us or whatever, if we're doing something with, with somebody that's, you know, uh, relevant to this whole bigger overarching principle, a place mm-hmm. where we can go and talk about things to do. Because one of the things that I noticed was as I would talk to some people about like, uh, you know, calendars or this or that, a lot of people want to do it. They have fans, but they don't have the tools or the insights on how to best exactly. leverage it and mark, you know, and, and market themselves. And mm-hmm. in, individual conversations that I'd have with some models, I'd make suggestions and they would reply back, oh my God, that's a great idea. And for me, it seems obvious. Okay, so I've been in you know, yeah, businesses yeah. my whole life. The, mm-hmm. Marketing and getting yourself uh, positioned in front of a potential market it's something that I just, it's part of who I am at this point. It's, it's that long. Yeah. And for me, it seems like common sense. But for a lot of other people, they really don't even, they don't even think about it. And I think the group is, mm-hmm. is important for that because uh, some of the people that have had successes, they can share things and talk about what worked for them. Um, you know, I can, I can get on there occasionally and throw some stuff out there that it's there as a repository. And when you're bringing new people, they can access that yeah. and take a look at it and say, Oh my God, that's a great, I can, I never would have thought of that. I can do that. Like, so you've been mm-hmm. in there for a couple of weeks, maybe a month or two. Yeah. Um, as yeah. you've been, as you've been poking around and you've seen the conversations and everything else, has there been some things there that you found value in? Has there been, has there been things there that have been, you know, helpful for you as far as, uh, you know, with your marketing Absolutely. efforts? Okay. Absolutely. Good. Um, you know, it's the old phrase, isn't it? You know, more people, it's the best, you know, the more the merrier. And, um, yeah, there have been a lot of um, things that I would never even have thought of, you know. And also, it's just nice to kind of have a space to be able to talk to other models mm-hmm. um, kind of casually, you know, and um, exchange ideas. And, you know, if there's like an offer coming up, say, like, you know, with the publisher and, right, exactly. you know, it, yep. it's really kind of good, you know, to kind of remind you of these things and realize that we're all kind of trying to do something individually, but we're all in the same group, you know, kind of... Um, doing something with retro lovely and it's great to see the group growing absolutely i've been really happy to see people that i know in there as well you know people that i've been following for a while people that i consider my kind of insta sisters if you like there you go Um, and you know it's it's been great to kind of see us all together and supporting each other excellent yes and that's that's important to me too like i know i've had some posts in there we've we've talked about um attitude and positivity um, mm-hmm. I think it's good to to have something like that to actually further that and show that there is, is there's merit to it. There's merit to being supportive, and everybody there is so oh, far absolutely. great. And you know, there are some there are some rock stars in there. There's a couple of people in there that you know I've known for a while now, and uh, um, they're just solid. You know, they've they've got yeah. the, they've got the right ideas, and uh, it's not cutthroat. And I love that about it because no. in in so many things. Um, Again, like I said, you know, you'll have you'll have models who contact you and ask you how they did it because they just want to do it too, um, yeah. And not really, you know, uh, invest any time or effort. And with that group, you know, it's nice because there's none of that. There's no like, there's no competition no. because everybody's everybody's different. Right. Well, the thing is, as well, it's like I've always said, you know, there is room for everyone. Exactly. You know, it's like I've even had um, 
I've got some very, very loyal followers and I appreciate that so much. But some of them, they'll come to me and they'll say, is it okay if I follow this person? Is it okay if I support this person? And I'll say, do you know what? It's absolutely fine. You know, firstly, you can support who you like. Secondly, there's room for everyone. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like everybody's got maybe different styles, maybe similar styles. We're all together in this amazing kind of vintage pin-up community. Um, And there's room for everyone. And, you know, there's no need for it to be cutthroat at all. You know, and there really is... um, I have to say I haven't come across any negativity as yet. Um, in the pin-up community, everybody has only ever been supportive to me, you know, and it's a really, really nice thing to see, especially amongst women, oh, you yeah, know, because yeah. for some reason, um, you know, I don't know if it's society makes us that way or, or whatever, but, um, you know, you kind of feel threatened by other people or whatever. But I think if your self-esteem is quite high anyway, there's absolutely no need to, to kind of feel threatened by what anyone, you, you know, it's kind of like right you can appreciate That's- someone else. Exactly. You can appreciate someone else. It doesn't mean that you're any less, you know. Exactly. Now we've all got something to offer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cause a pivot. We're gonna pivot right oh. now. <laughs> um, I, I actually jotted down some notes. So okay, we're gonna get away from some business and we're gonna get more uh, into Miss Aurora Colleen. Um, okay. You are currently in the UK, the United Kingdom. Yeah, actually, um, well. I am English, obviously, by my accent. Um, I was born in Liverpool in the UK, but I actually spend my time between Spain and the UK. Okay. Um, I'm actually speaking to you from Spain right now. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Um, yeah, um, but every couple of months I go back to the UK. So, um, so yeah, I'll be there next week. Oh, very good. Signing very good. copies. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And so, um, what part of Spain? I'm in the south. I'm in um, a place called um, Jaén oh, in so- um, Andalusia. Yeah. Oh, oh. The land yeah, of Salvador yeah, Dali, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's absolutely beautiful. It really is. Although it's really cold right now. You know, that kind of idea that Spain is constantly hot and sunny. It's okay. not true. We're in land, you see. We're kind of like three hours in land. So it's pretty extreme, the weather. But really, really hot in the summer. Oh, my oh, okay. God. So you don't get so much yeah. benefit from the from the current uh, that warms up Britain as you do there. Okay. And No, no. <laughs> So let's see, Liverpool, you have uh, a lot of, I, I'm actually, I have a lot of Irish ancestry. I just did a DNA test and found out that I'm at least half yeah. Irish, so. Oh, really? Well, that's great. I, I saw your surname and I thought, yeah, there's a Celtic link there, definitely. Uh, no, you know what, though? That's, it's funny because there's there's a river, a river bond in uh, yeah. Ireland someplace. Um, but mm-hmm. here's, here's the thing. Um, while I'm half Irish, um, my father's family was Lithuanian. And oh wow! What a combo. The, well, yeah, I've got. Uh, there's some. Let's see. What else? What else is there? Well, there's 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 English. My 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 grandfather, my mother's side, his name was Bailey. So, um, mm. my great grandfather was born in England and he came here. So I think he and his wife were English and had a son that was my grandfather. Ah, oh, um, do you know where about in England he was from? I don't. I wish I did. I wish the I did. English pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know with the DNA test it shows me a couple of regions um, that I got to like ah. delve further into. But then there's some yeah. Ger- there's some German in there, and there's um, there was a Nordic country. I think it was either no- was it Norway. So I was like, I never oh, knew so you're that. Viking, you're part Viking, there's Viking me too. In there too yeah. <laughs> the Lithu- I did the test and I got five percent back, five percent Viking. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. And, yeah. But then the thing is, like on my father's side, his family was Lithuanian, and their their surname was Benishunis. And wow, like many many immigrants coming to America in the 1800s, um, uh, they worked in the mines because we were in the coal region of Pennsylvania, and. They mm-hmm. they literally uh, I guess one of them decided you know started to do other things they started to do like um, like home building and repairs and stuff and yeah 
as as in some cultures when immigrants come in and they've got a foreign sounding name people will discriminate and yeah my family was basically at the point where they're like we've got to sort of like anglicize the name to be uh mm-hmm. to kind of blend more. accepted so they took benishunas down to ban so ah, it's, it's, right. it's, it's not gaelic it's a it's an american <laughs> invention that's so fascinating it really is i love that kind of thing well it's, i it's, really do it's interesting too because my family actually pronounces it ban and i think that's kind of like nasally for me so sometimes i'll say bond because <laughs> it sounds bond. like james bond right <laughs> And then they, they'll, they'll yell at me, well, why are you changing the pronunciation? I'm like, our family has no respect for a family name anyway. We've changed it. Why can't I pronounce it differently? I'm spelling it the same. Isn't well, that I something? Would say, I would say ban. I would say ban. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's how I pronounce it. Bon. <laughs> or like say, like, you know, like some very strange way and say, you know, the X is silent. <laughs> you know, just put an X in there and say, yeah, the X is silent. Yeah. Okay. So now you're, you're currently in spain but you're a liverpudlian is that how you say that i am yeah okay. from the lands of the beatles and mostly irish now something that stood out for me in the um the introduction to your special edition you're a trained brazilian samba dancer no words of a lie it's the truth how, yeah how does Ten this years happen training. did they make you do it or did you choose to do that <laughs> Yeah, they make us do it. Um, it's like no, it's a prerequisite <laughs> in, in school. In school, they get they get the cane out and they're like dance, dance. No, um, what happened was um, I was actually I've always been into dance since I was like much younger, and um, it's something that I would have really liked to have gone into professionally. But obviously, I mean, you say no careers are kind of stable these days, but dancing is even less. Mm, yes. And um, I started kind of doing a lot of salsa, and then I just saw these girls um, dancing samba, and I I'm quite an upbeat, bubbly person. And I absolutely love anything energetic. And they had, you know, the whole battery, the drums. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to get into this. I need to learn this. I need to, you know, just kind of, it's a great way of getting rid of stress, you know, and, and just feeling so happy. So I started going to classes in Liverpool. Oh, excellent. And, um, yeah, and I trained really, really, really hard. And um, literally 10 years training. And then my wow. friends and I, we weren't really getting the opportunity to kind of perform that much. So I, I went to my friend and I said to her, listen, what do you think about, say we get a couple of second-hand Brazilian samba costumes, you know, the carnival costumes with all the feathers, mm-hmm. the glitz, the glamour, yep. and let's, you know, kind of do a few shows for free and just kind of see what happens. Started social media and we started a business and it literally has gone from strength to strength and it has, it's just we've been blessed so much we've got 10 trained samba dancers now the group is called samba livre nice. and we do a lot of events in the uk and we've even danced at rio carnival oh, in 2014 that was insane that was just like the best the oh, best experience to I'd be in the samba drone oh, uh, it was just crazy and um yeah i i won i'm actually a, a verified samba princess um, now, is that, is that a, is a, that a years formal ago. title is that like in the in the samba world it's actually quite um you know it's quite prestigious obviously the top one is the queen but then there's always two princesses as well so it's a big deal and in liverpool we actually have a brazilian samba festival it's the only one in the uk <laughs> and you get the best of the samba schools and the dances coming up and there's a massive parade and we always have a carnival queen contest and i trained and trained and trained because it meant so much to me and um i didn't get queen but i got princess and to be honest it was the same for me as awesome. getting queen because i've worked so hard to have that recognition from the samba community it was just amazing can, can, you know can I just it, was say, like, it literally I, was a bucket list thing <laughs> i love hearing that because you you just literally you're just saying like i didn't get queen but you're 
enthusiasm for what you did receive is so yeah. infectious. That's that positivity is yeah. awesome. I love that. It meant so much to me. It's literally, I know it sounds really kind of crazy, but it was one of the best nights of my life when I won that because I, I said all along, I said just to have some form of recognition from the Samba community and I actually beat a Brazilian <laughs> to get that. So <laughs> so kind of beaten at their own game, you know, it kind of meant a lot for this like yeah, English girls come it along like and just kind like of genetically beat. predisposed to, to, to exactly. be the winner. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have um, a lot of people when they see me dance in samba, they do say, you know, they'll come up to me or they'll speak Portuguese, you know, Brazilians. And I'd be like, No, 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 I'm 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 English, you know. But it was a Brazilian who taught me. So okay. there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> learn, learn from the best now yeah it's, a bit crazy not many people know about that now like okay so when you said that you know you had done some of the uh the training and then you had this idea to start this troop um mm -hmm. at that moment would you have imagined doing all the things that you did you know since oh my then? god no right? oh we we have performed so much it's unreal we performed on tv we performed you see we kind of happens at the right time because we started in 2013 and then um 2014 obviously it was the world cup in brazil and then mm. in 2016 it was the olympics in brazil so everybody was having the brazilian eyes, themed yeah. parties and brazilian events or you know like corporate events with a carnival theme Good you know time, so we kind of yeah. came around at the at the the right time That's and excellent. we were just dancing all the time it was just in insane it really was and i still dance samba obviously i don't do it that much now that i'm in spain but my group is still going and um, i'm still very much involved in that side of things we did a massive event the other the other night actually in the uk um so yeah it's still it's something that it was literally for the love of it i was never planning on going into business or doing anything with it i just wanted to dance but um i'm quite good at social media and marketing and that kind of thing i work in the media that's my background um i'm actually an that. editor okay yeah but um i kind of taught myself a lot of things and it's just grown from strength to strength so we'll see what happens well you know if you it's think not about my main it, job <laughs> it's, it's it's almost like it's it's a whole new world where there, there aren't any rules yeah. written so people are yeah. experiencing there was nothing to lose things, right? either Right. You know, there was nothing to lose. It was just all about the fun of it. And, you know, if it worked, it worked. If it didn't, it didn't. But See, it did. Think, and obviously, sorry, go on. No, I was, I was just going to say, I think that's really important what you said. You know, you did it for the fun of it. And I think yeah. I think that's when things are the most genuine, when you do it because you love it's it. True. Not because you're looking for an outcome, right? Well, that's the same with my pinup exactly. and with my modeling. I always yeah. said, I kind of fell into the modeling through the dancing because obviously I, I knew a lot of photographers um, from newspapers and things and they'd come along to events and they'd take pictures and they'd say, how about doing some standard modeling? You know, would you fancy it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they needed to build up their portfolios and, you know, no one was getting paid anything, but we all got the photos and everyone's right. a winner. So right. I was kind of like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. But I never thought of myself as a proper you know, model or anything. It was never a world I really kind of, you know, was that interested in. But I thought, yeah, I'll go along. I'll do it. Why not? And um, I always said, no, I'm not a model. I'm not a model. It's just a bit of fun. And that's what started. That's how I started out with the pin-up and the boudoir because I've literally only been doing pin-up and boudoir coming up to a year. Well, actually, I, was, I literally have that as a note as well. So, you, you know, you talk about the, the dancing, but then mm -hmm. you, you, you obviously had the, your contact with the photographers. You did the modeling. Now, you actually did some modeling for a period of an, a few years before you really kind of focused on the pink yeah. and boudoir. So that modeling, yeah. was it predominantly with, with these photographers as like, you know, yeah. basically yeah. Uh, the collaborations and all? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Photographers that are considered to be friends, and it was just for the fun of it. That was it. But to be honest, um, when I kind of, I always liked the pinup community. I always liked the whole idea of images being sexy but not being too in your face. You know, right. kind of being sensual and classy. I kind of like that, and I also like the fact that, um, you know, you didn't have to be kind of stick thin to do that right, kind of thing. Exactly. That's and, always um, been amazing. For yeah, it, yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot of people came up to me and they they said to me, you know, because because I'm quite voluptuous, and they said, you know, you would be perfect for pinup you mm-hmm. should try it and then i just tried it and, and it's just kind of gone from there and like i say it was just a bit of fun and you know not something i took seriously and it's just grown it's just been insane i've only been on instagram since february oh my God. and it's just oh my yeah God. and it's just grown and grown and grown and like i say i mean you know it was just really my page is just about me uploading my modeling stuff and literally a personal thing just for me to mm. have my stuff there my page is private you know and if people liked it that's great you know it's a huge bonus but it was never about followers and it was never about anything else but obviously i'm hugely thankful for the the followers that give me the support and love my stuff i mean that it just means the world it really does so lovely people so many it's, lovely people on there that's a great setup that's a great setup to to not be disappointed i mean that's how much more can well, you yeah. ask for that's fantastic yeah i love that <laughs> and i think that's i think you know if i could if i could say to anybody you know if it's if it's modeling if it's photography if it's music whatever writing don't do it because you want to impress somebody do it because you love it do it because it's something that you want to have for yourself and yeah exactly be true to that you know be genuine be mm-hmm. authentic and if you are then i think the people that do respond to it that do understand that they do get it um they'll they'll be the fans like you have you know they mm-hmm. they they can recognize all those things and it's it's so much more rich than you know having five times as many people who are just kind of like you know yeah me too you're great thank you yeah. you know yeah absolutely so, yeah that's great i have to say um it is quite interesting as well because obviously you know i write little messages i try and post every day but you don't realize how you're coming across to people you know i'm just being myself i'm just writing sometimes i have no filter and i just write whatever's in my head you know <laughs> um and the amount of people who say to me you know we love your work but we love your personality as well you know we kind of it really comes across you you seem like a really down-to-earth person oh my god i can't believe this model's that's like well you know i don't see myself as a model i'm just a normal person and if you take the time to write to me and you know obviously you're not a creep (laughs) because i don't answer creeps and they get blocked straight away and i'm gonna make the time I will always answer you, you know, or I'll always like your comments, you know, as much as Instagram allows me to, we were talking about without that being before. Punished, yeah. Um, yeah, without <laughs> being punished, yeah. I have actually put a couple of videos on my Insta page explaining that it's really hard to kind of, you know, comment or like everything, but I do read everything and, you know, I literally don't take any support for granted. You know, it, it, it is read and, and it means the world. And, you know, it, yeah. that's it's almost a full-time job. I mean, I have it in a oh, different yeah. capacity with just regards to people and emails and contact. Like, well, you know yourself, there's sometimes... I'll see a, an email from you regarding something and it's early enough that the world hasn't gotten in the way and I can, I can reply right away. And then there's sometimes where it's mm-hmm. days that till I can get back. Yeah, yeah. There's days where like, mm-hmm. I think it was maybe two or three weeks ago. Cause I was talking to some of the freelancers mm-hmm. that helped me and overnight there's 50 submissions and Wow. You know, you got to look at every one of those and you got to like study them and decide, you know, where do they, where do they, where do they fit? I literally don't know how your team do it. Cause it's constant. There's, you know, you, you just, 
churning out magazines the, the biggest, every single day. It's the insane. biggest thing that was um, uh, that allowed uh, allowed it to not fall apart was early in the year, in, around March or so. Um, I stood up a new uh, submission portal and process that. Oh yeah, save me a dramatic amount of time. Now it's not perfect, it's brilliant. flawless. There's some there's some loose ends, and the sad fact of the matter is, from the point that you you know you build a house and you think I'm only going to need five bedrooms, and then you get done mm-hmm. and you're like, oh geez, now we need six bedrooms, right? So mm-hmm. it's difficult to pivot when the foundations have been laid. So. Uh, since the launch, there's been some things to try and like uh, plug holes where they availed themselves or presented themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like if I could go back in time, there's so much I've learned that I would redo. But I'm in the middle of the system, you know, working and doing a job that to totally tear down and rebuild it is going to be a big piece of work. And yeah. it's something that's going to happen. There will be a version 2.0 just based on, on things that we've learned. But the system, the process has, uh, has allowed me to, uh, to, to handle more content, to handle more submissions and, and be able to you know, do that work and farm it out to some freelancers. We all work out of that same, that same database and it's been monumental as mm-hmm. far as capacity. So it's been I have a big to say, um, yeah, I have. I mean, even before I kind of got to know you and you offered me the, the opportunity and I used to submit a lot to, to Retro Lovely and I remember the old system mm-hmm. um, before the new one came in. And I have to say, I mean, at first glance, it, it, it kind of seems quite busy, but it, when you get used to using it, it is so much easier, so much easier. And I have to say the fact that you guys respond like lightning, that and is you, a big deal. You know, it's, what you said right there is the the kind of like the, uh, the double-edged sword. If... If if it's lean and mean, and you don't detail to death every little thing, every little question that a person can have, it gets mm-hmm. counterproductive in the capacity that then you get the emails that follow. Well, I don't know what to do with this, or I don't know what that's about, or etc. And then yeah. if you if you if you put plenty of detail in, other people get bored and then they don't they don't pay attention. So it's it's yeah, always that exactly. tightrope walk of how much is is too much and how little is too little, and getting that right sweet spot. So. I um I feel the same when I'm actually because like you know obviously since um the edition was launched this week I've been um every day I've been putting something about the edition there especially as there's this um 25% off discount exactly. at the moment yeah. I'm not sure if it is 25 but you know a bit less so I've been kind of really pushing it um but at the same time there's a lot of stuff that I want to write with the post that is important mm-hmm. but I know that people don't always read everything they so I'm off. kind of thinking they what's the most off. important yeah. thing that I have to put in the first paragraph you know what's the what's the thing that is really going to grab people's attention and that they need to know you know exactly absolutely get that nugget. yeah exactly and that's I think yeah. I think that's why too like I, I in recent years I've tried to like be a bit more succinct even though that's a word I don't understand like I I could never use Twitter I just <laughs> just wouldn't like my wind up yeah. takes more text than they allow so yeah <laughs> my thing is I've been trying to be more succinct and just get more posts out with other information and point people to other resources I mean hopefully the people yeah. get to the resources that they need and, and etc but well you know again it's 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 a work in progress but it's been it's been working like a champ um you know allowing well us i to, think you guys do incredibly well seriously well, thank you. i appreciate that we try hard I know as, that. as you know someone who follows you yeah you know absolutely but uh now i have some other things here that i still want to touch upon so 
Okay. Uh, and I don't know if it's exciting or not, but you do work in media. And is that... Um, I do, yeah. In what kind of capacity? Are you an editor? Do you do uh, content creation? Is it a particular field I'm that you an editor. About? I'm an editor. I um, edit. I produce newspapers in different languages. Oh, um, oh. I'm actually trilingual. Um, that That is what my job is. Um, I did languages at university. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of fell into the media thing. as <laughs> I fall into everything in my Man. life. I've been there for 20 years, but um, unfortunately that's coming to an end next year. So <laughs> I'm looking for something new, um, but yeah, 20 years experience language and skills. Um, language skills working. Yeah, yeah, but Look. not just that. It's kind of um, the transferable skills that I've learned, you know, from working in the media mm-hmm. um, and the tech skills well, and sure. working to deadlines and, you know, making decisions quickly and, you know, a lot of the things that, you know, I imagine that you guys use as well, you know, and well, what sure. you're doing. I know it's mm-hmm. more images and stuff. Um, I've also been kind of doing a little bit of writing as well, had experience in that translation. So, yeah, it's a totally different world. Well, okay, so... As <laughs> to, a, the, to the pin-up one. As, as a transition, you did, you did mention that you speak three languages fluently which which languages are they yeah it's um, they're all the latin ones so it's like french and spanish is what my degree is um italian as well um i can read portuguese a little bit of turkish bit of arabic but um we use all these languages in my job so um it's been a huge plus to me i need to learn some german i can only ask for an ice cream that's that would be good <laughs> at least i wouldn't die of of hunger if i ever went to germany <laughs> you know but yeah a million a million years ago i had some german in in grade school and while oh, yeah. i probably could not converse with somebody there's a lot of times if i see like a, a movie or something and there's german being spoken yeah. I, I i i i find myself often understanding what they're saying and I think it's because yeah, just because yeah. of that that early stuff. And then I've always found languages interesting. How especially for for English, we have so many things that we've borrowed from other languages that oh, sometimes absolutely. you look at like the root of a word and say, "Oh, I get that now." Like I remember once I read an article about um, the German car company Audi, and mm-hmm. uh, they said how the the original gentleman that started his name was Hork H O R C H, and that mm-hmm. at some point he sold the company to somebody else, but he wanted to continue making cars and they decided they were going to start a new company and they were sitting around trying to decide what to call the company and the gentleman's son i think was in school taking latin and in german the word hork means to hear and in Ah. latin the word for sound or hearing is audi audio just mm-hmm. like you'd have an audio file. Oh, so that's where it came from. Oh, so wow. Yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 truly like a Latin, the Latin equivalent of the of their family's name. And see, that's kind of like the the Colleen thing that I've done. The, yeah, right. <laughs> it's kind of kind of on the same lines. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. so for English, we have the benefit of like having borrowed so many different things from different you know other oh, other it's languages. Such a mishmash of everything. Right. That there's a lot of times that starts to make sense. Like like you know you you, you see those root words buried in something else, and you go, ah, oh, they're all related, and that's why. You know, I am Latin. such a language geek, and this kind of thing really fascinates me. If I go on holiday anywhere, I, I went, I traveled around Scandinavia a few years ago and I remember I kind of zoom in on language you know if I see something like on a poster or whatever and I'm kind of like well that word must mean that and it's just the way my mind has kind of been trained to work you know with kind of speaking languages like since the age of 12 you know and and I am such a geek and it just fascinates me it really does like the whole thing and I'll be thinking oh so that's why that's why and then I'll say to my friend and my friend's like 
whatever mm, okay but yeah. i find that just so interesting you know well it's it's almost yeah. like like <laughs> linguistic archaeology you know you you, you, yeah, you can exactly. uncover by like and saying oh that's where they stem from i get it and you know if you think that's about such like a good way of putting it in, in, in the course of time how different uh, cultures intermingled and you know had uh, migrations like if, if you think in terms yeah. of like like what you just said about the scandinavians um like with the vikings you know as they mm-hmm. as they went out into the world into different areas you could see how they left behind certain things certain you know certain yeah. phrases and how they appear in, mm-hmm. in the languages of where they went and same with the romans if you take the roman empire yeah how they spread you know so much across that continent it's 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 obvious well even even in england i mean um the area where i'm from was actually they called it Danelaw at the time of the vikings you know because they split <laughs> the country i won't go into history but um there's a lot of places that kind of the names of the places come from like viking names mm-hmm. and um, they actually found a boat you know one of those um, funeral boats like um <sighs> buried nearby which is pretty cool and also we've got a lot of places with roman names you know um sure. any any kind of town or city that ends in esther is always known to be kind of like leicester chester you know they're, right. they're always kind of roman cities so yeah i just find it really fascinating yeah and i love history too so i'm a total geek <laughs> you know you know it's funny you say that because i i have this problem where you know people have addictions well if i if i turn on the telly and uh, i'm saying telly for you <laughs> I'm, I'm turning yeah, into I was a brit now that's Jeez. A very english word <laughs> how brilliant is that anyway another yeah. one. Oh my god it's happening um but if, if, I, if i'm watching I'm slowly sh- turning you <laughs> if, if you know I, I always just say to people that i can't watch the history channel because it's like crack to me right i can't yeah. stop watching like oh my god there's like another program i gotta stay up i gotta I, what there's more to learn about hitler like oh 60 god. years on we're still learning about hitler it's like i gotta watch this right yeah so yeah. i totally i totally get that and you, you sometimes like I, I mean kids some kids just find history boring but yeah they, they say how history repeats and while it's, oh, it totally does it's varied here's the thing people people are creatures of habit and mm-hmm. we do we do follow suit to things that we know and things that we've experienced and things that we've you know followed so the yeah. stuff does seem like it's cyclical like it, like it loops around like there's even some things about current culture and society that i say to myself this is this must have been what it was like near the end of the roman empire because mm-hmm. we are yeah. prioritizing such nonsense sometimes that it feels like when they got to that point of of having conquered so much and acquired riches that they had free time to delve into nonsense. Like once you get yeah. away from survival pursuits mm-hmm. is when you start to get close to like, yeah, this is where it all falls apart because you're, yeah. you're not focused on, on making life you're distracted better. by things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. Crazy. Totally. <laughs> but um, right. yeah, I hear you about the hell geek thing and being addicted to things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, normally what I do when I talk to somebody is I do have a timer where I look at it to say, how long have we been chatting for? And right. we, we are approaching about the 50 minute mark. So uh. this is the this is the point where I would say to somebody, what would you like to add? I mean, I've asked you some things. We've touched upon some of the things you've had in your bio in the, in the special edition. Is there anything at all you would like to talk about that I might not know about or, or, or guess at? I just think, um, I just would like to say, again, just a message to the people who support me, literally, you know, whether that be people who like my posts or comments or buy a magazine, to all the people who bought a copy of the special edition so far, thank you so much. Seriously, it helps me so much. Um, and to all the women in the pinup community who've supported me too, because literally they just blow me away every day with the support. And all my fans do as well, you know, the, the kindness that they shower awesome. on me every day. I'm just seriously just overwhelmed by it all. 
literally take none of it for granted and um i love you guys so much <laughs> so awesome. thank you so awesome now we are in the infancy of the special edition being out it's literally just a couple days um mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm excited to see in, the, in a couple months we'll we'll double back and see how things have been going and you know hopefully yeah. get uh, get some stories about successes and, and maybe even some new new ideas um yeah absolutely. like i said we're definitely going to post um the contact information in the podcast but for those mm-hmm. listening why don't you tell them exactly where's the best places to find you Okay, so a few people have been asking if I've kind of got OnlyFans or anything like that. I don't do um, that kind of thing. So the only place that you're going to be able to find me is on Instagram. I have only two pages. That's Miss Aurora Colleen and Miss Aurora Colleen Backup. They're the only two pages that I have on there. There Uh, Feel free to DM me. Um, You know, I will always get back to you, whether it's, you know, straight away or later on, I will always get back to you. Um, And also I have um, a Yahoo address. It's Miss Aurora Colleen at yahoo.com. So you can always drop me a line there if you're not on Instagram. And um, and that's it, basically. They're the only contact details that I have. Nice and clean. Nice and clean in one place. I like that. <laughs> it's efficient. It's effective. Yeah. yeah that's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, so, this this, so yeah. this has been awesome. Now, you, you said this earlier on when we just like hit the ground running, but it has been amazing listening to your accent. It's been Oh, uh, you know, your accent sounds as amazing to me, seriously. <laughs> I've got a lot of American supporters and friends yeah. on Instagram, Have and they always s- say, oh, we want to hear your accent, and I want to hear you should, yours. You it sounds do that. just as good. Now, you know what's really funny? Like, you, you say that right now. It's like, it, it reminds me of the movie uh, Love Actually, if you've ever seen that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's Have, you, have, you, have you seen the movie? Um, there's a scene in it where one, of the, I mean, it's set in the UK, and there's a scene where one of the guys there, he's like, you know, he's a, he's a, he seems like a decent enough dude, but he's not really like connecting with women at all. And yeah. he's, he has this brainstorm where he says to his friend, he's like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to America because they will love my accent. And like, it's so comical. Like, he, he arrives like from the airport and he goes to like just a regular bar and like, yeah, and picks up like four girls, four gorgeous women that minutes. take him home to their, to their house where they have to share, you know, a bed for the night. And it's like, yeah. it's so hysterical. But like, you could totally see where that has some validity because I have it's, to say to you, it's true. And it something works is both unusual ways. when it's unusual. Well, it's exciting yeah. when it's exotic when it's different yeah, yeah this is the thing and i think also because it kind of taps into your preconceptions right. of what that accent is you know like i hear an american accent and i just think hollywood's glamour you know all that kind of thing literally that's what we think of that's what we think of mm-hmm. and then i i mean i've been to the u.s a few times and people have always said to me oh my god just talk to me all day exactly just speak yeah. to me all day just yeah. just read anything you know read the the you know the contents of of like i don't know like a soup packet or something it's fine and literally they're not listening to what i'm saying to them it could be something really important and they're just like zoned out like literally just somebody i remember once i was on a train and it was from um, i think it was boston to philadelphia and i was sat next to this guy and he said can I just record your voice? Because I just want to use God. it as my phone notification. I swear to God, that's what he said to me. And I was like, um, no. <laughs> I'm going to let you do that. Because then he was saying to me, can you say things like, yeah, baby? And, you know, all these, like, you know, typical British things. And I was saying, I'm not saying that. I'm sorry. But um, it works both ways. It really great. does. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, listen. Aurora, this has been an absolute pleasure. I thank you so much for your time. Oh, the same. And, it's been uh, so easy speaking to you. Uh, yeah, right? We just, like we I said, just we just got on like a house on fire. <laughs> we were 12 minutes. We're talking like we should really like uh, announce what we're doing here. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get to do, get to do it again sometime in the future. Yeah, so, anytime you like. So again, let me, again, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. And we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you online. The feeling is very mutual. Thank right. you so Take much. And thank you for the opportunity. Bye.